You're listening to Living a Vintage Life by Retro Chalet. Thanks for joining. Here's your host, Cindy Fanastock Schaefer. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Today I want to talk about the world of vintage picnic plastics. Now, you know I have a Melmac blog. It's it's the Retro Shelley blog, or you can go to melmaccentral.com. It's gotten over a million visitors. It's huge on Melmac and plastics and all kinds of information that I've just posted over the years just because I love Melmac dishes. Um, so I put some information out there. A lot of people use it to ID stuff, and that's fine and dandy. But I thought often that I don't give enough credit to the picnic plastics. And when I'm talking about picnic plastics, I know you know what I mean with the thin uh, picnic plastics. You see them in thrift stores, you see them at antique malls, you'll see them at flea markets, and you may even have some. Uh, They're almost flimsy, harder plastic. They're made of something called polystyrene. Uh, And I don't know if I'm actually the plastic chemist to tell you exactly what that is, but it's like a polymer uh, made of hydrocarbons, I believe. Um, And just for all intents and purposes, the easiest way for me to describe it to you is like the CD cases. The back of the CD case, uh, the front would be like clear plastic, the back would be like that harder plastic. That is polystyrene for the most part. Um, So polystyrene was a plastic that they used back in the day um, to make these picnic sets. And earlier in the 30s, um, they were actually made of a Bakelite uh, plastic. So the problem being with these things uh, is over time, they easily cracked because they were thinner. Um, But Sterilite Corporation, who has been around since 1939, and I actually just wrote a blog post about them uh, on MelmacCentral.com or Retro Chalet official blog um, because they are a family-owned business that survived the test of time since 1939, and they're one of the culprits who made these picnic sets, um, and I just love them. If you are lucky enough to find the pretty pastel picnic sets or if you are lucky enough to find the primary color picnic sets. They're a real gem. And I'll tell you why, because less and less and less are going to exist. The reason less and less and less are going to exist is because they're prone to breakage because they are thin, Um, deep knife scratching, um, maybe getting too close to the stove and getting burnt. But you know, they were mass produced in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. They were huge uh, for yesterday's campers. <laughs> so, so you know, let's let's go back into the life of somebody who lived in the 40s and 50s. So, usually, here's how it went: Dad worked hard, Mom cleaned the house, the kids went to school, the kids did their chores, Mom took care of the kids full time, took care of the house full time, three square meals a day. Dad was the breadwinner. Moms usually didn't have to work back then. Must have been nice. Would have loved to live then. Um, But the big family outing would have been a picnic in the park. Or maybe dad saved up and got a camper or an old Shasta trailer or an RV. And you wanted to do like the Lampoon family vacation and go cross country. And in that trailer, in that RV, most of the time, you didn't put your fine china. You didn't even put your expensive Melmac. Because let's remember, back in the 50s, Melmac was just as expensive as a china dish set. So you would get a cheapy plastic picnic set. 
And you could find these just about everywhere. They'd be in the five and dime stores. They would be in the grocery stores. Oftentimes, they'd be in the hardware store. Um, and so back then, I remember seeing ads in Hardware Age magazine or uh, some of the old Life magazines or some of the old um, women's magazines for these picnic sets. Um, and a lot of the picnic sets were made by Sterilite Corporation. And back then, they would say S-T-E-R-L-I, and then a little hyphen, capital L-I-T-E. So Sterilite kind of looked more funky, but it was still Sterilite Corporation. And the company started in 1939, had a few partners. One of the partners that a lot of people don't even realize was Earl Tupper. So, so you know, Earl Tupper got famous in his own right for what? What? Wait for it. Tupperware. So who doesn't love a good Tupperware canister these days? So not only has Sterilite maintained the test of time, and I just read on their website that they're the largest U.S. plastic manufacturer in the United States. Now, I don't know. You know, that's their claim to fame. That's what it says on their website. Um, but good, good kudos to them for being around all these years. So, so to me, uh, I think that's an accomplishment. Being a family-owned business, being in the plastics industry, when so many plastics were being made in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s, and a lot of the conglomerates got eaten up by other conglomerates, and a lot of people did not survive, and Sterilite survived. Um, and when you walk down Walmart's uh, aisles looking for a plastic bin or a tote, or maybe like a little pull-out chest of drawers for your bathroom or your craft storage. Um, a lot of the stuff's still made by Sterilite, and it's amazing. So, you know, kudos to them. But going back to the plastic um, dinnerware sets, I recently was unveiling my plethora of Melmac and Melamine. I'm trying to go through stuff and get rid of stuff because I was a huge collector. Um, and I'm moving north, moving north to the main woods and, well, I, I really don't have a use for all this stuff, nor a place to store it or a place to display it. So sooner or later, I'll be dumping mass amounts of Melmac in my um, Etsy shop, which is great for collectors out there to find rare stuff. And one of my rare finds was the Sterilite Picnic Set that I picked up years and years ago at a Pennsylvania um, antique mall. And the lady was a dealer there, and I loved her, and I would always go and visit her booth, and I would make it a point to go there at least twice a year, because what she did was she bought out an old hardware store, um, and the hardware store had all kind of vintage everything. Believe it or not, they sold a lot of plastic and Melmac in this hardware shop, and she had literally a whole storage container full of it. She had... Um, old lustreware canisters in the original box. She had picnic sets in the original box. She had Melmac sets in the original box. And I just stood there and, and I wish I would have had my iPhone back then because this was before the time of good cell phone photos, if you will. I wish I could have filmed or taken pictures of her booth because it was like you were standing in a general store or a vintage hardware store and you were standing in the houseware section from 1940 or 1950 and it was amazing um it wasn't really five and dimes didn't have like a lot of little novelty items didn't have a lot of little toys but i assume that whatever hardware store this was 
that the person buying at the hardware store had like a whole section for housewares so that, you know, if you went to the hardware store, you could buy something for your wife or maybe wives went to the hardware store. Who knows? Um, but it was quite interesting and I could kick myself now for not buying a lot of her products because back in the day they were relatively cheap, even though they were in the original box. Um, and so this luster, luster wear stuff that I saw in the original boxes, I could kick myself now for not buying it because there's a lot of luster wear collectors and it's just one of the coolest type of, you know, canisters and a lot of that was made of polystyrene as well. Um, but in this intent and purpose for this particular podcast, I am talking about the picnic set. So got myself this picnic set. Uh, pictures are on Retro Chalet. It's for sale right now in my shop. You can see it on the website. You can see it on my blog post. And it's interesting because you would think that for like a cheapy little picnic set in the original box, um, you know, it was more cost effective to buy something like that than a whole Melmax set. You could use this camping. Um, you could use this for your grandkids. You could use this in your kitchen. Um, and it was relatively lightweight and easy to clean. But to see how they positioned it in the original manufacturer's box, and this goes back to design. Um, the designer at that company, Sterilite, really, really, really found a way to merchandise this beautifully. The way that the bowls are stuck in its own little slot. The way that the cups were stuck in its own little slot. It was almost as if you had to design the logos on the outside of the box to be eye-catching for somebody to buy it. You had to design the inside of the box to make it display well and not get broken. Because remember, this stuff is thinner than Melmac. It's thinner than Melamine. And it's on the fragile side. If I were to, like, I, I don't know, like, don't get mad at me, Sterilite, when I say this, if you're listening. But if I were to throw that dish from a third-story building, I'm pretty sure I'd crack the son of a gun. Whereas, you know, back in the 50s, <laughs> Russell Wright was one of the ones that would throw plates off the top of a building to see if the stuff really bounced. Um, and that was Melmac. And they say it was unbreakable. But, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've broken a few Melmac plates or two over the years. But, you know, interestingly enough, you this designer would package these, you know, packages in a way and design these cardboard boxes, display boxes in a way that this stuff would last during shipment or during transport or when you bought it from the hardware store and you would take it home, it wouldn't break. Um, and so I found this set in the original box from this lady in Pennsylvania and I coveted it for all these years and now I'm putting it up for sale. But I really want you to take a look-see at it, even if it's sold when you hear this podcast, because the stickers, they had individual stickers on each little uh, item uh, and it would talk about how it was withstanding scalding, but please do not get it near, you know, avoid flames such as your stove. Um, so this was quite interesting. That tells us polystyrene was hard enough that you could pour a cup of scalding hot water in it and it wouldn't crack. But if you got it near a stove flame, 
it would definitely mess it up. So I'm curious to see, you know, I'm not going to go do this and I don't recommend anybody do this, but you know, you see a lot of burns on old Melmac Melamine, but I don't really know what it would do to the picnic wear. You know, would it heat it up to the point it would just crack it? Would it melt it? Uh, or would it just burn it black? You know, you don't know. Uh, I'm not about to take my vintage set and try this and I don't recommend you doing this at home because uh, it could give off harmful vapors or you no know, chemicals or stuff like that. But it is kind of interesting that they had these stickers that backed up um, the viability of their polystyrene. So, so here's my thing. Over the years, many picnic sets existed. Off brands, brands that you don't have a back stamp for. Then you have like Lustreware, which were quite popular and coveted by collectors. And the Sterilite, which certain colors and certain rarities like my set, mint in the box, uh, with the original, you know, paper in between the dishes, um, found in the original condition, still having stickers, never used. That's a rarity. You know, those are things that plastic collectors are looking for. And if you come across something like that in these beautiful 50s colors, it may be worth its weight in gold. Um, you know, they're rare to find. And I see a lot of mixed match sets in the thrift stores. I see like maybe two trays, two cups mixed match. And they're still relatively easy to, you know, uh, assemble a, co uh, a set for. You can use them in your camper or your travel trailer today. Um, you know, obviously you can't put this stuff in the microwave. Obviously you can't put this stuff in the oven. You don't want to, you know, use a lot of uh, heavy duty steak knives on it or it will crack, but it's great for the kids to eat off of snack time or picnic stuff. You know, you're in a camper and you're making lunch with chips and a sandwich, something like that. It would display nicely. Um, and a lot of plastic collectors like it because, you know, they're pretty, but sooner or later, this stuff's going to be a rarity because over time the stuff did crack, the stuff did burn. Uh, and if you drop it from a high, you know, high place, it's, it's going to, going to crack or shatter. So, how much of this original 40s and 50s picnic wear is still out there? Sooner or later, it's not going to be there. And sooner or later, this stuff that's in the original box, if you're lucky enough to find it in the original box with the original packing papers, with the original stickers, like I said, it's going to be an extreme rarity. Um, and, you know, I don't think people think about this. I don't think people really think about when they're collecting plastic 10 years from now. You know, you might overlook something at a thrift store, at a flea market that you see a lot. But 10 years from now, you might not see it anymore. You might not see it a lot. You know, the world is a change in people are buying stuff. They're using it. Uh, it's breaking and they're throwing it away. And, you know, some of the stuff can't be recycled. And, you know, they're always going to come out with new stuff that looks like the old. Like, I can't tell you I've been in the Walmart and I've seen uh, so many made in China plates of today that look a lot like the Melmac Melamine or Picnic sets of yesterday. In fact, Walmart just had a huge run last year of what I'm talking about, these like stackable picnic sets, uh, and they were made of hard plastic, and they came with actual cups like drinking glasses, which kind of impressed me because back in the day in the 40s and 50s, the vintage stuff, you will usually just find like a tall coffee mug or a small tea-sized cup. You're not going to find a lot of the original um, cups or tall tumblers, and that's because they were used probably more than any other piece in the set. Um, a lot of vintage stuff back in the 40s and 50s actually came with vintage silverware. Some of the really cool picnic sets, which were unmarked, 
uh, came in an actual picnic basket and had like the four plates, the four cups, the four saucers, the four, um, you know, could have been bowls back then or salad plates, depending on the manufacturer and came with colored plastic utensils. And those are super cool. Or sometimes you'll just find the salad utensils still intact. Um, but sooner or later, this stuff's going to be rare. And I think a lot of plastic collectors are overlooking that vintage picnic sets are super cool. They're usable. They're adorable. They're lightweight. They're easy to transport. They're easy to store. And they're really cool colors. So I guess my point of today is one saying, wow, it's amazing that Sterilite is still in business since 1939, still operational in the USA. They must have done something right over the years with their storage containers and stuff. But my favorite piece from them is the the original yellow, blue, red, and green primary set vintage picnic set for sale in my Etsy shop. Retro 10 gets you 10% off of it. But also, I'm just putting this podcast out there to show you a piece of history that if you come across it in a thrift store, if you come across it in somebody's estate sale, if you come across it in somebody's attic, save it, love it, because there's less and less of it. And that's part of living a vintage life. Um, I haven't actually been recording as much as I should. I have been planning um, a move <laughs> from the East Coast all the way up north. And I don't know how that's going to go. This is like a two-year plan. So in the meantime, I hope this finds you well. Look at my Etsy shop. I'm going to be dumping lots and lots of plastics in there if you're a plastic collector. Um and if you're looking for something in particular, shoot me a message. I'll see if I've got it. Slowly going through the storage, slowly getting stuff out. It's going to be a two-year two-year run, guys. It takes a long time to get stuff out of storage, take pictures of it, list it, etc., etc. And with the crazy shipping costs that's going on, I don't even know what I'm going to do with half this um, Melmac that I have. So, anyway, let me know um, if you... Have any Sterilite in your collection? Or what's your favorite Sterilite item? Look around your house. Start flipping stuff over. Is it made by Sterilite? Because plastic is everywhere. It's still part of our everyday use. Whether we like it or not, plastic is here to stay. Thanks, and have a great vintage day.